0: Asia-Pacific markets trading mixed this morning following a similar performance on Wall Street overnight. Sydney, the region's best performer a while ago, the ASX 200 up nearly 1%. Tokyo and Seoul trading flat. The Nikkei marginally lower. The cost be slightly higher. Good morning. This is Michelle Martin. I'm here with Market View for you. The In the U.S. trading overnight, a broad rally by tech stocks faded late into the session. The Nasdaq finished marginally lower. Small cap stocks were in the red as well. The Dow The S&P 500 chalked up moderate gains, rising 0.2%, plenty of macro challenges overhanging the market. The war in Ukraine, Russia's move to cut off gas supplies to Poland and Bulgaria, COVID-19 lockdowns in China and the resulting work stoppages. But investor attention this week also largely focused on corporate earnings. There are several big names in the news this morning, and to see how they're performing, I turn to one of my favorite segments on the show, Up or Down. Of course, today is a solitaire edition, so please feel free to play along with me at home. I'm going to start with social media companies and tech stocks, and then I'm going to move to some high-profile manufacturers. Are you ready? Let's go. First on my list today is Facebook's parent company, Meta. Its results were released after the markets closed and for the first time in a decade, Facebook's forecast pointing towards a possible drop in revenue. The social media giant grossed nearly 28 billion US dollars in the first quarter of the year. Its sales rose 7% in the first quarter, but that is the company's slowest growth ever. Part of the slowdown is attributable to the war in Ukraine. So what do you think is meta and up or down what do you think don't choose yet because there's more to the story meta added some 31 million new users during the first quarter of the year that's higher than expected and appears to be putting to bed concerns that at least for now facebook is losing momentum as younger users flock to other platforms so what do investors think? They're definitely giving Facebook an up today. Its shares have jumped 18% in after-hours trade. All right, next up this morning, Pinterest. I mentioned Pinterest during Market View minutes this week as a company that investors may switch to as Twitter is being privatized. Its share price has been in the gutter though, down more than 70% over the past year. So how is Pinterest business doing? Is it an up or a down? Well, Pinterest revenue and earnings per share both coming in above analysts' expectations. Pinterest grows 575 million US dollars in the first quarter of the year. It expects revenue to rise a further 11% in the second quarter. The number of people who are visiting the platform every month, though, is dropping down 9%. So, what do you think? How are Pinterest shares doing? Are investors applying the same methodology as with Meta, you know, focusing on user numbers, which in Pinterest's case are down? Or are they looking at the company's top line and bottom line growth, which are up? Well, it seems that revenue and earnings are the key here. Pinterest shares up 8% in extended hours trade. Let's move from images to music and a look at Spotify. Now the company has been investing heavily in its podcasting business and trying to grow ads in this space. Is it really paying off? Well it grossed more than two hundred and eighty million Euros in ad revenue last quarter. Its best take yet. Spotify subscriber numbers up to up fifteen percent year on year, but unfortunately that growth is below expectations. So what's the verdict? Our Spotify shares up or down? The answer is down. They fell 12% overnight. So how are you doing so far? I have to say it's pretty tricky this morning, right? Up or down? Next up, we have a chipmaker Qualcomm. After the closing bell, Qualcomm reported strong earnings and sales growth. It grossed more than 11 billion US dollars in the first quarter of this year, that is more than 40% better than a year earlier. In this case, the investor reaction is clear. Qualcomm share price up 6% in after-hours trade. I have one more tech headline this morning that I want to share. It's from Apple. This is not related to earnings, though the iPhone maker will open its books tonight. No, we have other news from Apple today. And this is related to the so-called right to repair movement. It's a move by consumers who believe that they shouldn't have to go to an Apple store every time something is wrong with their phone. What's the news here? So is this an up or down for Apple? Well, Apple now lets you buy parts so you can fix your iPhone yourself. It's opened an online self-service repair shop. But so far, this is only for U.S. consumers. So I can't give Apple an up just yet. All right, let's segue from tech and manufacturing now. Let's move to manufacturing. And I'm thinking particularly of big manufacturing, things like cars and planes. Boeing and Ford are both reporting earnings. So do you think the past quarter has been kind to them? The answer is no. Bloomberg puts it this way. Boeing's bad news for investors never stops. The aircraft maker has difficulty pointing to a plane or a program that doesn't present some sort of challenge. Boeing is reporting a larger loss and lower revenue than expected to add insult to injury. The plane maker has lost more than one billion US dollars on a contract that it signed with the Trump administration to upgrade two jumbo jets that serve as Air Force One. The company's current CEO, Dave Calhoun, says his predecessor likely took some unnecessary risks when he signed a deal with then President Trump in 2018. Boeing shares fell seven and a half percent overnight. Ford, meanwhile, posting a three billion US dollar loss, its bottom line weighed down by the chip shortage and new investments in its electric vehicle startup line. Now, on the macro front this morning, investors really closely watching Bank of Japan to see if it will be the last dove standing. The BOJ is set to make an interest rate announcement in about half an hour's time, 11 a.m. this morning. The BOJ has been unrelentingly dovish meaning it's keeping its interest rates low to boost the monetary supply. Inflation is still not an issue in Japan and has not been one in decades. Some traders have been betting that the BOJ may start to raise rates in line with the Fed, but they're in the minority. The Japanese yen, meanwhile, has been sliding. It's down nearly 18% against the Green Bank over the past year, currently trading around 128 versus the U.S. dollar. Analysts say it could push to 130 All right, let's turn to Singapore now. The Straits Times index finished marginally lower yesterday at 33.20. APEC Realty was amongst the biggest losers, tumbling about 12% on news that Morgan Stanley Private Equity is trying to acquire the company. And while that might sound like good news, Morgan Stanley is only offering 57 cents a share, or about 30% below market price. Yang Zijang Shipbuilding, meanwhile, dropped 2% yesterday. It's spinning off its financial unit. Yang Zijang Financial Holdings begins trading this afternoon. The listing is likely to shake up the composition of the Straits Times Index. On its own, without the financial subsidiary, Yang Zichang Shipbuilding might be dropped from the SDI. Index provider FTSE Russell has announced that all SDI constituents will be ranked by their full market capitalization today, and the smallest constituent will be dropped from the index Next Thursday. Investor focus today also returns to Keppel and Semcorp Marine. The two companies announced a major merger yesterday that will help push the companies into new energy and cleaner marine solutions. Analysts say that Keppel is potentially the biggest winner from the deal. I'm going to check in on how Singapore markets are performing for you in about four minutes. Stay right here with me. This is Your Money. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM.